And welcome back to the Part-Time Otaku Podcast. My name is Grant. My name is Dave. And we are back with more Attack on Titan, specifically the new episode, Sneak Attack. Uh, if this is your first time listening, uh, we are an anime-only podcast. We have no insights into the manga or any other greater uh, visual imagery and whatnot. So this is just our thoughts and our assessment of the episode. So um, before we get too far in, uh, we want to give a shout out to another, uh, again, thank you so much to the various subreddits and the fan art. Um, I apologize if I goof this name up. I'm, I've been mulling over it for like 10 minutes. I feel like an idiot. Aditya Draws. Please tell me there's a correction. But we'll thank you for the thumbnail. You, yeah. Thank you so much for the uh, thumbnail of Aaron uh, slash the Attack Titan art um so we'll jump right into the synopsis and then we'll after that we'll jump into the plot the beast titan joins the fray but general mcgath is determined to take him down meanwhile with the city in flames colt and gabby rush to rescue falco who's held captive by the jaegerists good episode great episode good one might say tight tight yeah very tight 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 there there's been a couple moments in this episode that i've been waiting not knowingly how it was going to play out but i've been Mm. waiting for for a long time there's like uh, yeah there's like three or four you know not even action action centric moments in this episode that are like Mm. pivotal pivotal jesus (laughs) pivotal for characters like huge character moments and it's great that they're hidden in such a action heavy episode this episode has like everything yeah i love it it's, it's funny because, you know, we just got, we kind of got finished up with uh, recording our Demon Slayer pod, but, you know, it's, which was a very action heavy episode. And this has a lot of that as well, but there's a lot, like you said, there's so many, there's so many different flavors of stuff that you would see in a typical episode that they jam pack in here. And it's, it's crazy how they do it in like an anime 23, like we call it, you know, it's, it's, <laughs> it's actually shocking. All, again, a lot of it was like a recap. I think up top was a lot of reused yeah. assets from last episode, but which is weird because they blended in scenes we hadn't seen, mm-hmm. which I wanted to talk to you about right up top because it's kind cool. of the opening. It's kind of the opening scene of it's you know rinse and repeat of you know Armin trying to convince the group of like no like Aaron wouldn't do this you know and and it's I don't know if I'm reading too much into it, but I don't I don't know if there's something up with Armin or if he's just trying to get the ball rolling or if the creators of the show are trying to get the ball rolling yeah trying to get them out of the fucking basement but i you know armin is acting and i don't know if this is intentional or not but it feels like armin at least for now has become the audience like he's just like you know he's saying what everyone's thinking which is do we really believe this is Aaron? like there must be a twist yeah that's basically armin's take is like oh there's got to be a twist you know it it, you know i'm sure there's a reason yeah, it's a little meta, and it's also like Armin is, and I'm not saying this to be uh, critical, but he's kind of, uh, you know, there haven't been a lot of moments yet uh, in season four for him to, like, use his wit that yeah. he has, like, really uh, become, like, you know, he's used his intellect in a lot of moments in this uh, series to help us make a play. And, like, you know, he had that moment at the beginning of season four. Like, I guess the attack on Liberio was kind of engineered by him. But it's because Aaron forced... Yeah. yeah, but it's sort of... His hand was forced by Aaron in that. Very and, true, yeah. So, in the, right now, like, he he's a titan, but he can't use it because he'll destroy everything in his path. So, he's just sort of, like, this nerfed version of himself being, like, asking the questions that the audience wants to ask. Yeah. It's kind of weird. Um, it's It feels yeah. like the wrong time to be asking these questions. You know, it, yeah. yes and no. It's, I'm, I'm actually, it, I'm a little annoyed with myself about how, like, hung up and conflicted I am about mm-hmm. 
this scene specifically, you know, the ending of last week and the beginning of this one, because obviously, like, it kicks into motion right away. Like, eventually, you know, he, again, we, we see scenes from last week when he throws in a couple other lines of, you know, they kind of get into more with Mikasa about, like, whether this is her own emotion or not, you know, or whether it's her yeah. choice, um, which it just feels like a Zima Beto again. Oh, you mean like the whole tattoo reveal? Like it just kind of clumsy. It kind of just seems clumsy, and it's like it, the whole. Th- Sorry, there's a line about like Aaron and I knew about the headaches. And right. this is jumping forward a little bit because I do want to talk about Gene and Connie. Yeah, it happens. Who all year, yeah. had like, I think in the past two episodes they've shown such range and such emotion. Like mm. you can tell, like just how tortured and hurt they are. Yeah, Connie's like had like his best character moment ever last yeah. episode. And he's, it's just kind of like, it doesn't matter because we have to move forward and help Aaron yeah. anyways. And he, you can tell he's just, him and Gene are so conflicted. And even Gene has a line of like, I don't think someone should have this kind of power. I don't think it should be Aaron. You know, mm-hmm. I think he's an asshole and this and that. And it's kind of like, it's funny because Gene, Connie, and Armin, like, and maybe not so much Mikasa, but the three of them I find are like the viewer's perspective. Like mm-hmm. the varying emotions that we feel about Aaron right now, kind of seeing it amongst his friends. So it's... I don't know. It, it, you know, and then again, they decide like, no, we got to go help our boy. I guess like whether we like it or not. So it's they uh, they march on out into uh, yeah I, combat. It's I appreciate that we had to get up and go. Like I do, you know, one thing that this episode really nails, and it's almost early for them to do. It feels early anyway. I guess we'll see how the rest of the season goes. But like they nail the sense of urgency from yeah. from this scene throughout the rest of the episode. Like. Turning Shiganshina into a war zone, and I said it this feels on like a war zone, yeah. I said yeah, and I said this on Reddit, and uh, everyone was pretty nice about it. But they, they made they made some good points. I was like, it just this feels like the end because everything's on fire. Yeah, everyone's you know there's chaos, anarchy, and then a couple of people said, well, it's not that different. Shiganshina is generally speaking where shit shows happen. <laughs> I was like, you know yeah. what? Like this is kind of a war torn place. Um, maybe it's fitting that it all ends here. I don't know if it will. It's you know. It, it, you know, when we were watching the episode, you know, like I looked over to Leanna and there's, okay, we're, we're, I don't want to jump ahead, but there's, there's a, there's a shot in this episode where we've seen Chicken Sheena destroyed and essentially like mm-hmm. type A, type B, type C, like we've seen mm-hmm. different very disasters happen here, but kind of the way the current state that it is in now just seems otherworldly to mm-hmm. what Chicken Sheena has known. I get like, if you really want to get like, you know, big and, you know, astral about it like the town itself has never seen damage like true damage like yeah this. it's sort of this island frozen in time yeah it just it, and all we could say to each other is like people lived here you know and it's, it's crazy yeah. how and this is the power of the show and the power of anime and storytelling the, there's the city feels lived in you know even though it's like limited and it's kind of semi-abandoned like i think people were living there again they were yeah and they, they evacuated them but it's just it's such a shame honestly no, it is. Um, we get to Aaron fighting Reiner and Galliard, which I think is a really great scene. Yep. Also, um, the score. A score. There's oh, a really. There's a really interesting. They, from the second they start climbing the steps out of the dungeon, to the reveal of you know said character later, it's about like three and a half minutes of this one musical cue, like a, like you know. Uh, you know strings and like all like just like the slow rise and like the it's like a serene panic sound it's mm-hmm. very 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 strange i don't know if they've used it before i don't recognize it but it's it is honestly beautiful and just like watching aaron fight off reiner and galliard to this music is just kind of it's weirdly poetic you know it, it was um i really appreciate the fight he he put up too that was some really fun stuff um 
Dax Galliard. Like, I feel yeah. like the... It's funny because I was about to say, like, man, Galliard is such a punching bag. Oh, wait, no, it's Reiner. Oh, wait, no, it's Aaron. Like, the one thing I'm realizing is, like, all the, these people take so much punishment. Yeah. Like, all three of them, You can, I'm sure you can make the case for every Titan. Like, they're just so abused mm-hmm. it's it's crazy um i also i don't know why but we haven't seen this we haven't had like a good like primal Aaron scream <laughs> in a while uh in probably all of season four you know what i mean like they they have this one close-up of him inside the titan and it's the you know the voice actor for Aaron screaming his head off as he like hardens his arm and shoves it through reiner's face jesus ripping like the top the roof of his mouth as he's like screaming and lifting it was so brutal i i also love that um like it was so loud it was shaking windows yeah and pete like the civilians and soldiers on the ground had to cover their ears i i loved like you know his rage like he's just not gonna give up and the whole time reiner's monologuing like can you just stop yeah go to sleep give give up i know (laughs) it was it was also kind of nice to see his I thought it would be a bigger moment. I feel like we'd have like a more coming to God moment for Reiner because he has had this dual split personality, mm. you know, over like the various seasons, and he's been wrestling with the two voices in his head, and he clearly has decided on one. We, we felt well, like he's decided on one before. You know, he's so yeah. floppy. Uh, that's war for you, I guess. But um, just like the way he's just like like give up, like, and also like the way he's like you and I aren't the same. You know, like he's I loved that. You know, like, he's kind of come to terms, like, oh, like, you're not, you're just, like, pushing to put, but I think Reiner, there's, that's the thing, too, like, they haven't had a real chance to sit and talk, like, none of them have, like, they had that moment in the basement, but, like, that was just Reiner, like, giving in, you know, they didn't get yeah. down to brass tacks, it's, it's kind of a shame, but. Uh, yeah, I, I loved that because, I love that he, like, just mentioned it, you know what I mean, I love that he was, like, they, they had, like, that's one of my favorite uh, scenes in, like, the entire show is uh Aaron saying that to Reiner that we're the same and the whole I move forward yeah. moment like I thought that was great and then Reiner really had to like figure his shit out and this was the choice that he made and I appreciate that yeah. um I'm trying to think if uh, anything else is really of note here before Wonder Boy shows up but I don't think so um that's like the big reveal and that's this is all cold open by the way the op hasn't happened yet in the episode we're like six or seven minutes in before zeke arrives dex reiner uh with a long pitch and gives says the leave the rest of your older brother line which I love that. is <laughs> i hate him i hate him but i love it <laughs> never been happy to see zeke in this moment no. i was like fucking get him yeah <laughs> yeah that's the thing too like we talked about it last week with the premiere like i've never been more conflicted about who i'm rooting oh, I, for i have no idea you know, but it's like I see, <clears throat> I feel for a lot of the Marlians, and I feel for like the original cat or you know the original main crew, and but I don't know. Also, too, Reiner does a lot of like get up and go in mm-hmm. this in this episode. Yeah, he gets dummied several times. But has he like I, we've seen him recover? But has he ever recovered so quickly and no. completely before? Like, um, like I, he goes from yeah. like perfect to like. <laughs> 20% left to full back up again. Like, three times gets, this episode. Yeah. Like it's, it's crazy. Yeah, I don't know if that's, like, creative liberty being taken or or what. If he's just jacked up and, like, he, you know, in the moment and healing up quick. Or I don't know yeah. what it is. I love it. Like it's, it's weird to see him come in fresh throwing yeah. hammers, you know? Um, okay, so that, then we get the OP. Um, so good. 
OP is amazing, and I know you don't watch it, um, or or do you watch it? Did you watch it? I I did watch it this time, but I kind of just checked out. It's I don't know. It's uh, it's it's hard not to watch because you yeah. can tell they put so much fucking they work did. into like so, the visuals to match with the you know the the sound. And- so I yeah, I was talking. So I I really don't believe any of this is spoiler related, just because it's like this seems to me like. You know what a swan song is. I, I don't yeah. think it's that. Um, I think it's... But I do think it's the most complete version of the OP. Like, it's meant to represent the end. Mm. And I think it does that quite well. And so, I, you know, I don't think this is a spoiler. But I saw someone kind of dissect it. And I'm going to say what... Uh, this is someone from Reddit that we were talking to. And I thought you would appreciate this. Um this is the only OP where all nine Titans are shown. Mm. And on top of that, I'm not going to go through all of them. I believe all nine Titans show um, them inheriting their Titans. So, for example, Bertholdt is actually shown in the OP before a drop, a drop of his blood falls onto Armin. Zeke is shown in a flashback playing catch with Kassavar. Okay. Um, Galliard slash Porco is shown standing next to a mirror, and in that mi- mirror is Ymir's reflection. Mm. And then uh, there's a shot of Laura Tiber in the Crystal Cocoon with Aaron's fingers enclosing it. Kind of neat, eh? I got goosebumps, actually. It's so cool. Killer, eh? <laughs> uh, I thought you would appreciate that. You know, it's these attention to detail things that they yeah. s- managed to sneak in, so I, I really appreciated that. Um,. Yeah, man. And then, uh, yeah, okay, maybe we should take a quick sec to talk about the Beast Titan CGI. Because he looks significantly better. Yeah, last season was laughable. <laughs> he was probably my least favorite Titan to see. Yeah, I think, like, it's the fur is the probably the tricky part, right? Well, there's that, but there's also, it's also nice, too, because there's definitely a couple instances in the episode where he's he is hand-drawn. Yeah. And it's like, oh, that's nice. That's a nice little treat. Oh, yeah. You know, I'm just going to take that in for a moment. You know, I think it's only towards the end of the episode where he's he's hand drawn. There's a very clear open shot that you can tell he's not CG. Um, but otherwise, like yeah, as a whole, I think he's. I think there's a huge improvement on them. Like seeing Aaron and Reiner and Galliard, like, cause, and that's the thing too. We've talked about Galliard's so hard to yeah. kind of believe because he's so fast and it looks yeah. uncanny. But seeing the three of them kind of duke it out you know or two on one there it, it looks so much more natural you can it clearly does. tell it's cg but it's yeah it's um it's just really well blended i find there's a scene of galliard later in this episode of him ru- jumping from rooftop to rooftop and i think they cg everything he touches but it's like the camera is moving the quote camera is moving sure yeah. and it makes it just look faster and very fluid they, they really pulled it off i think ironically aaron's titan might be the worst because it might be the hardest to animate because he has no other um, textures on him. Like, you know, Reiner's Titan is like, you know, there's a dark, uh, what would you call it, beige and red because of there's the layering armor. to Reiner. Layering. And, yeah, and yeah. Aaron really does often look like just a chunk of plastic with some sure. shading. Uh, and I think maybe it's because it's all just one big hunk of fleshy. off. Yeah, so I, I, maybe it just sticks out a little bit more uh, because of that. But anyway, all this to say, I, I thought the uh, CG on the Beast was like really, really, really good. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, what happens next after the OP? Uh, so it kind of cuts to um, Gabby and Colt. Like they kind of uh, make their plan to rescue Falco. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's kind of. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's kind of funny because um, it tees up 
I don't think it actually might be a next scene with them, but uh, they kind of, there's just a nice line between, you know, Colt's like, no, you go that way. I'm going to go get Falco. And then Gabby goes, yeah. no, like, you know, he came here for me. Da, da, da. Like the good progression stuff we want to see from Gabby. And I'm, I am a like, selfless moment, a selfless moment. And, you know, they, they start moving and she has a line, <clears throat> like, we got to stop Aaron. And, Colt says a line of like leave the Titans to the Titans like we have battles of our own and I thought that was the most like that ain't our job <laughs> like yeah I, we uh, we have shit to take care of it's I thought that was super like weirdly potent it was it was like a very based moment like he that could have been comedic it should have been like a hey look around yeah. <laughs> what are we gonna do about that let's yeah. get my brother and let's get the fuck out of here yeah fuck this place and fuck these people <laughs> yeah like, it's yeah it's it's um. It's funny, too, because I know Colt is a lot older, but mm-hmm. I find from this moment forward, and I think it is intentional, they really show them up to be, like, their children. And, yes. they're, like, there's a moment, you know, coming soon um, that kind of hits that home, and that's another one of, one of the best quotes, I think, in the episode. But um, after that, it kind of cuts to Niall and Falco, like, they're in prison yeah. still, up in, up in the tower, and that's so sad, man. Like, Yeah. You know, I'm not a big Niall guy. But this got me. He, I don't think it's Nile him, but I think it's it's nice to see like when someone kind of feels like they're at the end of the road, and no matter how they were in their life, they can kind of just like put it all out there of like, yeah, you know, there are good things in my life, and they're focusing on the good things, which yeah. I think is important, you know, because this guy could just be an asshole. Yeah, you know, is he military police? He is military police. He's, yeah, he's the one. I don't think he was the head of the military police, but he was the one that was willing to work with the scouts the most, if I recall correctly. Yeah, I think so. When there was, like, the trading of hands of, like, power, like, yeah. the power dynamic switch when they kind of took back the the throne. I think mm-hmm. he was kind of scout adjacent in, in a way. Like, he's been around. Yeah. He, he hasn't oh, yeah. been a major character, but... He has that really sad line about... You know, because he drank the wine, right? Along mm-hmm. with Falco. Everybody there is confined. Like, that all the guys, all the people who ingested the wine. And he has this moment of, like, there's so much I want to tell my daughters. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, my family. I'll never get to see them again. Or if mm-hmm. I, you know what I mean? Because they're, they're always going to be hanging at this, by this thread. Very sad. Yeah. Um, Non-Jaegerists, though, are all freed from their cells. By, this, yeah. yeah, who does that? Well, it was. I think it's coming up. Like they get to the start. One of the recruits, and this is kind of a fun. I, I totally forgot. Um, one of the crew, the recruits that had to like jump in and like more or less murder. Uh, is it Shandis or Shadis? Shandis. Yeah, yeah. They all like you know beat his ass and like yeah, beat him yeah, the yeah. fuck up. You know, Gene has like a good line with him of like, "Are you really going to stop me from helping your Lord Jaeger?" Yeah, <laughs> Which, that was funny. Or yeah, Lord Jaeger, King Jaeger, whatever he says, but. Um, and then, you know, they freed them out. Connie and Gene tell them to free him out. And then we find out Shondis is alive. Yeah. Oh, Connie got a brawl with the bear. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what? what is that line? Yeah, that was what a is... weird line. And I think Pixis is there too, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Drunk in the hallway. I think I have a drinking problem. Like, what the fuck is going on with you guys? He's, yo, they've been like layering on him drinking since I think literally his character introduction. I think the first scene is him walking along the wall with Aaron or someone yeah. while he's drinking a flask. Well, it's funny. You and I were talking earlier, um, though, the Attack on Titan OVAs just went up on Crunchyroll in mm. Funimation uh, recently. And I, I just saw the one. There's Pixis is kind of, it's kind of like a weirdly filler OVA, but he's like plastered the whole episode. <laughs> and it's just the whole episode is based on him being drunk and wanting food. And he has this, 
you know, spoiler for like probably like a six year old OVA, but mm. um, like it becomes like a cooking contest between Sasha and and Jean mm-hmm. or Gina. It's like what is going, on? and he's just like blat like blatantly drunk and like over the top, like silly. And it's just it's stuff like that. Like I knew it was there, but like it kind of sticks out in a scene like this. You're That's like, funny. so much important shit is going on, and you're talking about your drinking problem. It's or unless it's a joke to the spinal fluid. I got a drinking problem. Yeah, maybe talking yeah, okay. a little tongue in cheek. Maybe, maybe. That. yeah. Because he has had it for a while, but there, it also makes sense why he was one of the people to get got by that yeah. <laughs> by that plan. Yeah. Um, Mikasa has a big moment. First of, like, I would say three or four huge character moments uh, in this episode. Mikasa decides to leave her scarf behind. Yeah. Um, Which I, mean, I think is important. I think so. Um, She's choosing yeah. to do this for her own, I think, not based on Aaron. I think that was what they're trying to tell there. Yeah, I think whether or not this is legit, and I'm I'm torn on the Ackerman thing. Um, what Aaron said really rang true to me. Sure, yeah. Um, I, I, I don't know. Like, I just think that a lot of things make sense if that ends up being true. But even if it isn't, or even if it is, I should say, she can have to live with that, but not... But but also try to be her own person and not dedicate her life to this guy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like Aaron doesn't have to be the reason. It you know the reason could just be that she wants to do the right thing. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. And the interesting thing too, the, I think the thing that really worked well with the scarf, and it's a character that you know we've only briefly met, but the girl that was originally arrested with Flock for kind of I think freeing yeah. Aaron, not freeing Aaron, but like. Oh no! They were part of the the group that reported or told the reporters about that Aaron was like in hostage last season, and Mikasa has that moment down in the dungeon with her. Yeah, because she and saved she was, her as a little girl. She, yeah, she one. saved her as a little girl and all that. And it's interesting to see Mikasa put down the scarf and like choose to do something for her own. And then you have this other girl in the room who's like all about like Aaron is this, and Aaron is everything. Literally like, agorist. Literally agorist, and it's very very heavy handed. But it's in one it's one of those instances where the heavy handed is kind of. Yeah, you know, we did need to iron this out a little bit. <laughs> you know, it's, let's yeah. really let's let's hit this on the head and forget about it. Like it's it's in our brain now. Let's not talk about it again. I, I agree because the, uh, immediately following that conversation in part one of Aaron kind of ripping her heart out, the next episode she doesn't have it on, and I remember mm-hmm. people on the forums and post discussion threads being like, "Oh my god, she took it off," and it's like, a, "Yeah, but like I hope that's not it. Like yeah. I hope that's not." you know the the end of yeah. of that storyline because it is kind of important it is like pretty central to her entire like the fabric of her character so i'm glad that there was this moment yeah. what happens now oh dude i want to mention this briefly um there's this money shot of the blimps yeah that's been in the trailers and it's yelena you know on the rooftop because uh, zeke is like shredding all the blimps right yeah um i think we'll talk a lot about zeke in the next few moments but i want to mention you know they find yelena having her like come to jesus moment she's just so happy to watch the world burn right now it's crazy but like there's this cool quote cool like moment of them all walking up the stairs like the scouts yeah and geared up all geared up and like there's cool soundtrack and everyone has like a cool look on their face and they're all geared up but like go back and watch that when you have a moment and tell me it doesn't feel like there are like frames missing. It feels like it's shot on like twos or threes. Like it just looks slow, but like I can't tell if it's like 
they were going for a cinematic walk, which I think is what they were going for. I think they were. It, but it like, seemed it seemed very off. I was like, oh, what is? But it's oddly janky. Yeah, you know, like it just feels weird. Like I don't know what what that was, but I remember being think, like, this is weird. Do you think it's like drawing at an angle and then also having like bulky? You know, like they're supposed to be mo- like they're all moving at different cadence or speed because of yeah. like what they're all carrying like two of them have are strapped up with like thunder spears yeah and the other two are kind of just you know normal going up so it's i think it's just like an amalgamation of a lot of weird things when it comes to animation yeah um stuff that doesn't seem not that it doesn't natural natural but angles suck man looked off to me yeah all right what, what's next well, Reiner continues to get his fucking ass kicked. Like, it's shredded like, by ZK. Good God, man. He just can't. <laughs> it's like you said. He's going to recover in two minutes anyway. It's but. his legacy. Like, it's just... He perpetually gets... He's the arm. Like, he's just always getting dented, you know? It's Yeah, what... Yeah, okay. What I was going to say here was... Uh, we do... It's, it's so weird not knowing who to root for here, mm-hmm. right? Because it's like, do I want Zeke to hold him off so that Aaron can get there? Um, but we also get to see how effective Zeke is when Levi isn't around. Um, mm. And also just like, because he's just decking them all at this, like in this moment. Yeah. He, it was like the port, you know, or like the beginning of season four, part one. Like he's yeah. just like bombarding the, the city, right? Like it's, he's scary. Like he, when he's effective, he's super effective. Long range, dude. Yeah. Like, because he uh, takes out Reiner, takes out, well, it doesn't take out, but he gets Piek to back off because Magath wants a, a shot immediately, but they have to retreat. And also, like this, this again. Who do I root for, right? Because Piek has to retreat from Zeke's attack, and yeah. then Flock and Co show up to take out Piek. Mm-hmm. And I've never been happy to see Flock. <laughs> no, it's and, but like you know yeah. he's got like the scout uniform on, and I'm like fuck yeah scouts, but not I think, really. I think where I'm at is also there, just to jump back for a quick second. That scene with Mikasa in in the kind of taking the scarf off scene yeah, yeah, yeah it was interesting to see the other girl had the scouts logo on her chest and mikasa didn't like i know like she has a little more armored up but it was just right. like it was so strange not to see you know they're not donning the scouts gear like if they kind of feel ousted you know like they're away from it all well the f- scouts feel kind of poisoned since yeah. it all became the, the like erwin always used to say the whole give your hearts thing remember that yeah but like in part one it became like repurposed for something kind of gross do you remember like all the people outside the gate screaming it yeah after zachariah smith was blown to bits and like a terrorist attack and the jaegerists were became a known quantity they kind of like usurped that thing that was like as happens in history you know yeah thing like a good it was like this pure thing yeah the i'll tell you one thing where i stand I'm not sure where I stand with the Marleyan crew and, like, the original gang. I'll tell you, I don't fucking jive with the Agrist even a little bit. <laughs> no, definitely not. Like, I'm so ready for Flock to catch one. You have no idea. Oh, Flock is uh, not making it out of life. I don't... I hope he doesn't. We should, uh, you know, maybe... Maybe we just sort of, like, our Instagram or something, or maybe, like, a bonus or something one day, bonus episode. you got to do a bingo card on who catches one before the season is over. <laughs> oh, my God. Because uh, Zeke, no way he makes it through. Flock, absolutely not. Yelena, definitely catching one. I am pounding a beer when I see Flock and yeah. Yelena catch one. Each. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or get loaded um, that night. Fuck I up. think uh, probably Aaron. I don't know. Like, you know what I mean? We got to make a, got to do a bingo card or something. Let's do the bingo card for the finale night. That'll yeah. Yeah. But who knows? Like, what if they do it like Game of Thrones style and they just cut, they start just taking heads 
mm-hmm. on the way to the finale as opposed to just on the finale. I don't know. We'll have to think about it. Um, oh, right. But so uh, everybody sees that Zeke is there. And then obviously the scouts are like, wait, how is Zeke here? Yeah. Jean, I think, is the one. They really... The ter- you can actually see the terror, and it blows. It's just the power of animation too, right? Like you can just see the shock, like genuine shock in his face of like, "Fuck!" Like, what is he doing? Yeah. But, um, man, and then uh, then we get money shot number two, Dave. Oh yes, I like, yeah. Elena's face. Make, I don't know what to make of this. <laughs> so, okay, so, okay, let's try. What could this be? So I think <laughs> number one. This is reminiscent of the flock face, right? Yeah. In part one. Yeah. It feels so intentional. Mm-hmm. This absolutely, positively has to be directly from the manga. I, this is one thing that was spoiled for me, like maybe, maybe about a year ago. Oh. I saw a manga panel of this face. Oh, well, there you go. And I was like, oh, this is coming. And I saw it and I was like, oh, that's gross. It's even worse in color. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, Okay, so what was your reaction? Well, besides terror, my well, there's terror, and it was it was a lot to take in. My my, I guess my gut reaction is because Armin rose to like okay, like fuck it, like Zeke's here, but like we gotta you know we gotta get them together kind of thing, and he kind of rose to the situation of like yeah, there's he's here and Levi's not, like you know what I mean? Like trying to like get everyone's. It seemed like Armin was trying to focus everyone. Yeah, yeah, focus up, took, gang. And kind of took, like, a leadership role and wasn't, like, praising Zeke or Aaron, but I took this as, like, immediate jealousy from Yelena. Yeah, okay, dude. Uh, uh, same page. It is jealousy. Yeah. It's, uh... Because Armin's saying, we gotta help Aaron yeah. and Zeke, and this is a switch, and, and I don't think Yelena's that stupid, but I think she is that deranged. Yeah. So, I, I don't know... I think... Like, do you think she feels threatened by him wanting to help? That's the thing. I don't know. It just... It, that's just a gut reaction. Like, this... It's such a specific face. Like, what what could it really be? Other or, than that, you know? Or does she see right through him and be like, Listen, you little fucking twerp. I know oh. you're planning something. You know what I mean? Like, I know you're not really on my side. I know... You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you just want what you want. Because, you know, she is... She, she has her own wit, right? I gotta say, though, dude, in that moment, I was I was genuinely afraid for fucking Armin. I was like, this this woman is towering over him, Titan or not. We know she's bodied some people. Yeah, I did think, because we get the group's reaction before we see her face. Because yeah. we get Armin, you know, turning to see Yelena looking at him. And I, I did think, like, oh, fuck, does she have, like, a knife in him or something already? Like, yeah. I don't see it. So, but I was relieved to see. But I'm almost le- less relieved because now it's just vague and it's always going to be there. Like, if she had done something in the moment, we would have mm. known they would have dropped her. It would have been the end of Elena. would have sucked Armin situation-wise. Mm. But um, I don't know. It's She's she's a bad bad egg. Holy fuck. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot to... We're talking about Armin, so I, I want to mention this at the beginning of the episode. Armin's running up the stairs with Mikasa, and they use that Wit Studio footage of... From season or three, yeah. yeah, at the end of season three of Aaron pointing across the sea, saying, "If we kill all our enemies, will we finally be free?" And he says, "Armin's like, could that be it? Like, what do you think? What do you think he thinks? Like, is he thinking that like Aaron really means to kill them all? Like, what hidden meaning could possibly be there? 
I don't know. I, 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 I I'm so this show. <clears throat> I just have like a feeling the show is not going to end. You know how we were talking last week about you know there's door number one, door number two, door number three, or like yeah, it's, we're, we're being the rumbling euthanasia, and yeah. then there's this third option we're not seeing. I'm almost certain. If it's not the third door we don't see, it's like a fourth door we don't see. Like it's, I don't think it's even yeah. remotely going to be what's in our realm. I it's just, you know, it's. it's I think it's. It's, it's really I think, hard to gauge what they're thinking. I think the third door that everyone thinks of is we just, we find a way to reverse the curse of Ymir. We give back the power of the Titans, and we all, we, you know what I mean. We we lose that ability, but then the Eldians aren't cursed anymore, and therefore, hopefully, have no reason to be persecuted. It might be so obvious that it is the answer, and maybe people will be upset with that, but it might be the best solution. Or, like you said, it is there is this door number four. and Just out there. I'm, I have a feeling it's just going to be a fucking out there ending. I think it might gonna... be the obvious one, and people might be miffed by it. Really? Yeah, well. But if that was the ending, I'd be okay with that. I, I just want there to be be an ending and i want them to stick to it you know yes. like I, I i want when people i like conviction in the ending of a story yeah and i just i just hope it goes that route i, I just you. don't want it to be flip floppy and like super super vague but that's, pick, pick a lane pick a lane yeah you don't want just ambiguity do you don't want yeah. like uh berserk or neon genesis or i don't know if those are good examples or not i've never seen neon genesis but on the other side of that if there's a show that could just thrive in the ambiguity in an ending, it would be Attack on Titan. So True. that's, you know, it's, I don't that's know. why I'm, I'm really not trying to put too much thought. I'm only thinking like an episode or two ahead. Yeah. Not, I We're can't in it. think 10, you know. We're it's, in it. Yeah. Good point. Just like them. It's a war. Yeah. Okay. Falco. <laughs> Let's get Falco. Yeah. So, so Falco spots his brother. Um, this is a pretty beautiful moment. Uh, yep. You know, Niall asks Falco what's up. He says he spots his brother, and then Niall makes an excuse to get away from the rest of the military police so that he can deliver Falco to his brother. And he has a great line, you know, this is no place for a kid, go home. Yeah, or he uh, says it, because when they get to the end, he says it to all three of them. Like, yeah. It's almost like he's talking to, like, uh, um, Colt. Colt, yeah. yeah. It's like the third time today I've asked what, <laughs> what Falco's brother's name is. It's also a great moment and a bit of foreshadowing for the scene that follows because Colt's ready to dust Niall as he comes around the corner but yeah. it's Gabby who stays his hand mm-hmm. and he asks her what made you trust the enemy what a great just, question right what a perfect softball opened up her heart and she just lets it pour out in the moments to come it's uh, Gabby I apologize for all my shit talking <laughs> you did it <laughs> some bitches you did it best ep- her- or best moment of the episode I would say most genuine, yeah, genuine moment of the episode for sure. Probably, yeah, probably the best. Well, that, not for me. There's one moment coming up that fucking that's yeah. uh, that's my shit. But seeing her open up like that, like this there is weren't, the weren't yeah. there weren't any devils line fucking hit hard. There weren't any devils. There were just people. Uh, like I, you know, she's had you know the. This is my favorite moment. It's one of my favorite character arcs, uh, and it's very efficient because they did it in one season, not even. Mm-hmm. And she's kind of had Aaron's journey on steroids. You know yep. what I mean? There, there were so many parallels between her and Aaron that you know everybody was noticing, but I don't think we realized that she would go through this amount of growth this quickly. I don't know what that does to her. I don't know if she makes it out of this, but I think like more than anything, like she, she finally gets it. It just like to, to be able to breathe free again to be away from the indoctrination like she she had it worse than in you know the grand scheme like it's oh, we yeah. talked about this last season when we talked about part one you know the parallels you know 
where the parallels were between you know Marley and, and Parody and where the differences were, at the end of the day, she was right out of the gate. She was indoctrinated to hate. Mm-hmm. You know, at least on Parody, they had some you know ignorance. You know, yeah, away from it all. She was bred as like you know we are going to kill, 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 kill. You know, it's yeah. it's and to see her just have that even at such a young age because usually you know if it sticks too long you have it for life kind of thing so yeah. it's and gabby. yeah and yeah man I, I, beautiful journey i'm so glad that she got there and I, i'll also mention you know she's surrounded by empty bird cages while she has mm. this monologue and you know there's there's this thing aaron used to always say like i'd rather you know die trying than be some than be raised as a caged animal my whole life he said that a lot in season one, and there are, there are all these empty bird cages, right? I think she's really free in this yeah. moment, and I think Falco is too because he puts it all out there in the next moment. That was heavy too. That was almost heavier than, than yeah. her, her shtick. Yeah, between Mikasa leaving the scarf behind, Gabby coming to this realization, and Falco kind of proclaiming his love and his intention, and also the admitting of like he, oh. his role in the attack in Liberia, and just. The pain you can fucking see in his eyes is in- insane. For someone so good, that must have been weighing on his conscience, right? Yeah. He must have felt so betrayed and so guilty. Um, and I think I love all this moment. I love him saying, I love you, and you know, I was trying to protect you, and all that stuff. But I think the thing that hit me the most was similar to what happened with Niall, which is, he said, you know, Gabby, great line from Gabby, why are you telling me this? And he says, because I might die or turn into a mm-hmm. titan literally any moment. Yeah. We're kind of reminded of the urgency of this situation. And, and it's, the, it, it kind of kicks it forward again in a, yeah. in a supernatural way. And it, this could have been one of the clumsiest things in this yeah. scene. It could have ruined it, honestly. You, you forget that he's been robbed of all of his choice. Yeah. he ha- None of these people have the luxury of, like, trying to figure things out organically because you know everything that they've been holding back they kind of just have to say now because this could be any moment could be it mm-hmm. i i loved i loved this scene this was fantastic yeah one, this is one of the best genuinely okay i think we go over to piek after this what happens next <sighs> piek the... oh wait 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 sorry just last last thing colt says maybe if Zeke knows that you oh, drank yes. the wine, is what I was getting. Yeah. He won't. He won't scream. Do you think? The, no, I think there's I think no Cole's, fucking way, right? Yeah, Cole is fucking talking in his ass. I think he's just. I think he's trying to save his brother, and he's not thinking clearly. Yeah. Okay. Th- I'm glad we're on the same page because if there's anyone to sacrifice the innocent and understand the casualty of war and of your goals, it's Zeke. Yeah, 100. percent Dude's a piece of shit, but. It ends up being okay because uh, we get some good redemption in, in the next scene. Piak, the master of the battlefield, makes a fucking move on Zeke, and it is one of the most satisfying <laughs> attacks I've seen in this show ever. Like this, all the irony is it's Levi esque. Yeah, it kind of you know? is, and you know it's almost like she was possessed by the spirit of you know because so she goes out of Titan form. You know the 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 bones are there and all the smoke and. They kind of get distracted. They think they yeah. got her. Yeah, yes. Was it you? No, I thought it yeah. was you. Yeah. And then they all start shooting, and McGath is still in the cannon, and he gets the nape shot. Fuck. Bing! Yeah. <laughs> Fuck Zeke. Oh, man. It was, it was so good. And I just love, like, McGath is just like, no, shot's not in. Like, we got to move. Like, yeah. let's go. Let's, let's finish him off. Yeah. I, I want to pay note um, to a specific moment that I think must be manga-related or storyboarded. Because it was so great. Um, 
they show Zeke falling from several different angles, from Yelena's POV, from mm. the POV of the actual gun, and watching him, like, fall from the sky, like, mm. defeated. Like, if you remember Yelena's intro, not her intro, but her detailing the moment that she met Zeke, she said she met God. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and now she's watching him fall out of the sky. Mm. To his, you know, to not to death, but in defeat. You know what I mean. And moments earlier, she was like, "This is the moment. That I'm, we're about to make history. I can't believe it's here." And then she just watches this guy get get dusted. I just thought it was like everything falls to earth kind of moment for yeah. for her and for you know Aaron and Zeke. They we were so close. It felt like, um, but obviously something was going to interrupt it, right? And this is what I was talking about earlier in the episode where they took the time they hand drew him. You know, yeah. his his noticing a piak and then getting hit and him falling it, oh it all, yeah it's all like it's not i'm sure there's some cg blended in but it feels very like natural and hand-drawn yeah yeah, yeah no that was beautiful so okay wait just quickly on zeke you know i i won't lie it <laughs> felt good watching zeke and aaron team up um i don't know if you would call it a team up it felt good watching zeke be the reinforcement and help sure. aaron out and have the big brother moment if and when they do make contact and let's assume they do and aaron betrays him now's the time to do it no will you feel bad for zeke no fuck him you won't feel bad that he's you know he's sacrificed this much and his whole life has been to you know this quest to kind of end suffering he like zeke's like zeke's goal is like one of the most philosophical questions of the whole series right it's like if you're doomed to a tortured existence is it worth existing at all no, I, I understand the philosophy and I understand the tragic journey that he's on, but you know, I know it sounds silly to say, you know, it's a show, but you just you don't treat people like that. And yeah. I think Aaron is now officially in the same column as him of, you know, like just thoughtlessness, like for an end goal. You know, like yeah. there's I feel like as a protagonist, like a goodly character, you want to strive to put the lives in the immediate hand forward you know you still want to make progression and do your goal but like you really want to try and zeke and aaron have just like forsaken all of that Mm -hmm. and it's just about their needs and the future again the future and future and future but like i have no respect for them anymore Mm -hmm. i never had any respect for zeke like what he did to connie's village and the lying the constant lying of zeke so you you feel like they've committed too many atrocities at this point to justify they're going to do what they... I understand their goal is if that is what they truly mm-hmm. intend to do. Like, I still think there's room for, you know... I feel like if Zeke had his way, he would choose to do something different, genuinely. Mm-hmm. Um, Aaron might still have the, the goal at hand. The route he's taking is fucking confusing. We're not trying to figure it out. But Zeke... I don't think Zeke has ever had, a, like, a good heart or a good soul. I think he's just constantly been i think that's the problem like he grew up in marley you know he had let's all say you, th- you think about how he was raised it, it does make a lot more sense at least so you know it's i don't know i just i think zeke's a brilliant character and i think he's, he's a fantastic character we both agree there yeah. you know like he's very well written and when he speaks you're like well fucking you know but he's like a snake oil salesman <laughs> you know like he he says whatever he has to and and the line of Piek, you know, and I, it's funny in contrast to Piek because she is such a straight shooter. And we had that, you know, at the end of season or, or part one. She's like, he's lied his whole life. Yeah. You know, every time. Like, it's just always one line after another. And, da, da, da. and like, I don't think, I still think he would try and pull a fast one at the very end. I don't think he even needs Aaron or wants Aaron. 
You know, I think he's trying to use him in some means to an end. Another. You know, means to an end. But even like, I think Zeke is not the type of character to relinquish control ever. He at has all. to and, at this and, moment. But yeah. no, I agree. But do you really think if he has the choice or the opportunity, he's going to do that? Oh, he's, I see what you mean. Yeah, I think he is one hundred percent going to try and fuck over Aaron and try and take advantage and choose to what he did. I, that's my deep down. Like, you know. I don't know. It's, it, if it it's works the way if it works the way we understand it at this time, the choice won't be his. It'll be up to Aaron. And this is what and this is what I want to talk about, like to close off the episode because he is now incapacitated. He's on the ground, and Aaron is continuing to move towards him. So is everyone else, though. So, no, yeah. no, no. So is everyone else. But Aaron, like Zeke, is still down. Aaron's still making a go for him. Mm-hmm. I think Aaron. Again, this is just my my theory. I think Aaron knows that Zeke is going to try and fuck him over in one way mm. or another. He's taking advantage of him being incapacitated and him being able to make the move when he has a clear shot. Oh, interesting. You know, like, he, I don't think he trusts Zeke. I genuinely don't. No, I, I, I believe that. Like, I, I don't think Aaron is, you know, working. He, he's come this far and he just implicitly trusts his half-brother who he barely knows. I think that you know, they're both in it for number one they're both in it to win it they see each other as a means to an end and it's just like who gets to pull the trigger um but but i do believe that like aaron is the uh aaron's the key or what is it what was the thing cassaver said uh, that uh zeke is the key to the lock but aaron's the one who gets to turn it and decide i don't know yeah. how zeke would take advantage but it, you know i'm sure they could figure i think out he's gonna way. try and get like take the titan power away from him I think that's what they're trying. I think that's what the goal is there. What, like eat him? Maybe not him, but he has. He's loaded all these people up with Titan Serum. Oh, I see what you mean. And I think there's going to come a point where they're gonna. He's going to release all the Titans, and then Aaron's going to have to fight his way, and they're going to try and get him out and get some. Whether it's a Marleyan soldier or right. you know, whomever, because he could control is. those pure Titans and get yeah. them to eat Aaron, and then if it's a Marleyan person who he trusts or a Jaegerist that he trusts, yeah. you know. Whomever. Interesting. Know, it's, it's you know, we're all we're all talking theories and all that. Who knows the direction it's going to go? But in the moment, like the, I don't know what it is. There's just like a shot of Aaron of like him continuing to progress forward to Zeke's body on the ground. Mm-hmm. I was like, there's something here. I think there's something here more than just him trying to. Back, I don't think it's to back him up. I think he's taking advantage of him being out cold. Yeah. You know, I think, I think, prediction. I think Zeke gets the scream out. I don't necessarily think he uses it to betray Aaron. I think he uses it desperation style. Mm. Oh, right. Last thing, because I know we're going long. But I do think he gets the scream out. And I do think that in through chaos ensuing, I think one of the things that ends up happening as a result is Falco becomes a titan. Mm. Uh, well, because he drank the wine. And I think he might inherit the armored or something in all of the chaos. Because if we, we still have not talked about or had anything further to Falco, like having some weird memory moment at the beginning of season four, part uh, one. That's true. That happened, which makes me think he was seeing future memories because we know that's possible, that we haven't come back to that either. Could, could be Reiner's, like Reiner was in the scouts, right? Exactly. So. so I'm thinking in a desperation shot here, Reiner might willingly go into falco's arms once falco's mm. triggered as a titan but the problem is if that happens like we're saying goodbye to pixis we're saying goodbye to shot like like a lot of characters yeah nile obviously 
Um, obviously, uh, none of the main scouts, but, you, you know, we're saying goodbye to a lot of characters. Yeah. But I think it might happen. <sighs> got some good shit coming down the pipe, Dave. Episode ends on a season two callback. Last dialogue is when Reiner realizes that Aaron is going for Zeke. He says, oh, this is your plan. The worst person to have this power is you. Mm-hmm. And that's what he says at the end of season two when they uh, when Aaron uses the ability, the coordinate abilities for the first and only time. Yeah, pretty awesome callback. Love that, Reiner. Do your thing, boy. Excited to see where it goes. Um, I think we can leave it there. I think so. Yeah. Okay. Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, if you if we didn't mention it, we're also doing Demon Slayer week to week. We're going to cover both shows week to week until that's no longer the case and then we'll be back on the post show where we talk about everything else that we listen to or watch um so these episodes will come out probably wednesday thursday keep listening follow us on instagram at part-time otaku podcast or wherever else take the appropriate social media action on the appropriate social media platform uh we're on reddit talking to you guys in uh the uh attack on titan subreddits as well so thanks for participating in that it's been really fun and we will see you next week bye guys cheers